millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. This morning, a grim warning for Sydney. What could happen when the city opens up even with high vaccination rates? Melbourne's anxious lockdown wait. Will tough restrictions lift on time? War of words, the PM demands premiers move forward from lockdowns. And safe and sound, two toddlers abducted in Melbourne found now back home with their family. This is 7 News with Jody Spears. Good morning. New South Wales could have a path out of lockdown once it hits its target of 6 million vaccinations. The state is expected to hit the milestone today, a week ahead of schedule. 818 cases were announced for Sunday and the Premier says eliminating the virus is simply an unrealistic goal. No death is acceptable, no death is easy, but we know that uh, outside of COVID, we lose six to 800 people a year in New South Wales because of the flu. And we do have to accept, unfortunately, that people will succumb. Crisis Cabinet will today discuss a transition plan to get students back into classrooms in Term 4. Kindergarten to Year 2, as well as Year 11 students, are expected to be the first to return. Mystery COVID cases in Melbourne have health authorities on edge. 71 infections were recorded for Sunday, casting doubt over whether lockdown will end on time. Despite the numbers, the Premier has offered a glimmer of hope, saying Victoria can't tighten the screws any further. Compliance with the current rules is what has driven these numbers down in the past and it's what will drive these numbers down in the future. Meantime, the state government is still examining whether it can host the AFL Grand Final in September at the MCG. Queensland is due to begin a major vaccination blitz in the coming weeks. 136,000 Pfizer doses are due to arrive in the Sunshine State in the next fortnight. The booking website temporarily crashed after text messages were sent out urging people to get vaccinated. Those aged between 16 and 39 are being targeted under the program. The Doherty Institute has confirmed reopening the country with high COVID numbers will be safe once vaccination targets are met. If we can't live with zero COVID, we'll be living with COVID, but it will be manageable once we have 70 to 80% of people vaccinated. The Institute says zero COVID is no longer the goal when 70 to 80% of the population is immunised. The Prime Minister has issued a warning to any premiers seeking to undermine the national reopening plan, saying lockdowns cannot go on forever. Scott Morrison insists the country must learn to live with COVID, claiming future lockdowns will do more harm than good. 
Millions are locked into a lockdown limbo. Days of separation, isolation and homeschooling on endless repeat, punctuated only by premiers bearing more bad news. This Groundhog Day has to end. Ramping up pressure on those premiers. To live with this virus, not to live in fear of it. And he says stick with the plan to ease restrictions once vaccination rates hit agreed targets. If not at 70% and 80%, then when? Then when? The Labor Premier say when the current outbreaks are under control. You start to open up and it won't be bubbling, it'll be raging. Just because the New South Wales government has made a mess of it doesn't mean the rest of us should suffer. They say the national plan was based on 30 cases in the community. And now we have thousands of cases. The goalposts have changed. Wanting the Doherty Institute advice underpinning National Cabinet's plan updated to reflect that. Scott Morrison says he was updated by the Doherty Institute at the weekend that high transmission rates don't change the plan, but do mean the higher hospitalisation and death rates among the unvaccinated will come sooner. There will be more cases, there will be serious illness, and indeed there may be tragic deaths. No longer a case of if, but when. We have to deal with it. Otherwise, we stay in the cave forever. We have to break this cycle. Knowing his chances of re-election depend on it. Mark Riley, Seven News. Childcare centres in lockdown zones will receive more federal funding to keep their doors open. The Commonwealth will provide centres with 25% of their pre-lockdown revenue and 40% for after-school care. This will be a significant financial package which will be good for hundreds of thousands of parents. The funding will be available for all states in any future lockdown. Two children abducted from their Melbourne home by an armed kidnapper have been reunited with their parents. Five-year-old Adila Wally and her three-year-old brother Bilal went missing yesterday after their mother was found bound and gagged. We saw a lady on the nature strip and her mouth was like bound, her like hands were bound and her like feet and everything. Three men and a woman have been arrested and are now being questioned by detectives. Queensland police are investigating the suspicious death of a man north of Brisbane. It's understood his body wasn't found for at least 24 hours. A crime scene has been set up on North Quarter Drive at Marumba Downs in the Moreton Bay area. Police are appealing for anyone with information to come forward. Truckies are threatening to slam on the brakes in mass protests across Australia this morning. Drivers are preparing to block major highways, police stations and main roads from 9am in response to national COVID lockdowns. Distribution companies have been overwhelmed during the pandemic, warning customers to expect delivery delays. The man who filmed police officers dying on Melbourne's Eastern Freeway could soon be a free man despite pleading guilty to unrelated offences, including assaulting a woman. Richard Pusey was jailed for 10 months for filming and mocking the officers when they were hit by a truck after pulling Pusey over in his Porsche. Pusey's lawyer is calling for his release. Police are investigating a case of road rage in Melbourne over the weekend. A driver in a Mercedes clashed with a group of cyclists in St Kilda.
After the argument broke out, the driver decided to take off. One cyclist was injured. Officers have interviewed those involved but are yet to decide on any charges. Scientists at the CSIRO have revealed success with dieting may depend on your personality. The study, part of the country's largest weight loss investigation, shows we're a nation of thinkers and battlers when it comes to food. When it comes to personality types, 29-year-old Kayleen Noose is certain of one thing. absolutely knew that I was a craver, you know, basically seafood, eat food. She's spent years trying to find a diet that works. People are motivated by different things. Um, they're inspired to start a health journey by different people or different, you know, for different reasons. After studying almost a quarter of a million Australians, scientists at the CSIRO identified six main personality groups. The thinker, the battler, the craver, the pleaser, the foodie and the socialiser. I'm definitely the craver. Researchers say cravers have the most weight to lose, while foodies are more likely to stick to their diet. It's important that people kind of acknowledge their diet types, their personalities. We can't necessarily change it, but we need to work with what we've got. Kayleen certainly has and says the results speak for themselves. 37 kilos in, yeah, just over 12 months, so absolutely blown away. Experts say pinpointing your ideal diet and committing to it will not only help you lose weight, but ensure you keep it off. The wellbeing diet teaches you how to make healthier choices even once the 12-week program's complete. There's lots of great trackers and tools to help you through as well. Trust the science, honestly, it works. Casey Trelaw, 7 News. Australian scientists are celebrating a breakthrough in IVF development. They've identified a molecule in the womb which could help doctors to narrow down the best time to implant an embryo. Harper Hill turns one tomorrow. Her start in life thanks to IVF. The best news ever. We were over the moon. Melbourne researchers have made a critical breakthrough to help more people wanting children. A golden window that can help lead to conception. And it all comes down to a single molecule. The human uterus is covered by a Teflon-like molecule which makes it slippery and prevents embryos from implanting. Researchers found the odds of women falling pregnant were higher when the molecule was absent. But it needs to disappear at the right time to make sure that the embryo when it arrives from the fallopian tube can actually uh, stick to the linings. Work is now underway to develop a simple diagnostic test for women already undergoing fertility treatment and that will enable doctors to pinpoint the ideal timing for an embryo to be transferred. What we hope to achieve is that one day we can assess real time and non-invasively to see the surface of the uterus to see whether it's ready or not. Because when making a baby, timing is everything, and that'll come in handy when the hills are ready to give Harper a sibling. Sonia Marinelli, <laughs> 7 News. Daily pills used to treat advanced breast cancer have limited the progression of prostate cancer for twice as long as existing treatments. Talazoparib has shown promising results for men who have the mutated BRCA gene or other cancer-causing variations. In a British trial, it slowed the cancer for an average 5.6 months. 
Checking finance now, the Dow Jones is higher this morning. The Nasdaq is also up. In London, the FTSE added and Germany's DAX lost. Closer to home, Japan's Nikkei closed higher. Hong Kong's Hang Seng rose. The All Lords gained ground, as did the ASX 200. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,807 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 65 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar buying 72.14 US cents, 79 Japanese yen and $1.04 New Zealand. Violent clashes have erupted in the U.S. city of Portland between rival far-right and left-wing protesters. A chaotic street battle broke out with far-right group Proud Boys firing rounds from air guns while anti-fascists threw flares and fireworks. Both sides fired mace at one another. The protest culminated in a gunfight when Antifa demonstrators returned fire at a man who shot at them with a handgun. Parts of central China have been put on the country's highest flood warning following torrential summer rain. The Henan province is on high alert after the heavy rain caused landslides, knocked out power and damaged homes. Rescue teams have been dispatched to evacuate villages trapped in low-lying areas. Record rainfall in the country last month caused floods which killed more than 300 people. U.S. President Joe Biden will meet virtually with the leaders of the G7 as they pile on the pressure to extend the deadline for withdrawing American troops from Afghanistan. Let's go live now to U.S. Bureau Chief Ashley Mullaney at the White House. Good morning, Ash. Can the president persuade the Taliban to give him more time? Jody, it is hard to fathom how they'll be able to get everyone out before that deadline in a week's time. But it won't be as simple as just shifting the date. The Taliban has said that that August 31st timeline represents a red line in their eyes and that there will be consequences if America, quote, uh, continues to occupy Afghanistan. So the US is stepping up its evacuation efforts. They have now pulled out over 37,000 people from the country, 11,000 just overnight. Uh, the Pentagon today is saying they're keeping the door open to having that conversation with the Commander-in-Chief about buying more time. The goal is to get as many people out as fast as possible. The focus is on trying to do this as, uh, as best we can by the end of the month. And as the secretary said, if, there need, if we need, if he needs uh, to have uh, additional conversations with the commander in chief about that timeline, he'll do that. But we're just not at that point right now. Joe Biden is expected to face pressure from top uh, foreign allies when he meets with them in the coming hours for this virtual G7 meeting. This will be his first uh, meeting with all of these leaders. He did have another phone call today with UK Prime Minister uh, Boris Johnson, Downing Street releasing a statement saying the leaders agreed to continue working together to ensure those who are eligible to leave are able to do so. And this is a critical part of that statement. It says including after the initial phase of evacuation has ended. That is something that would take some careful, delicate negotiations with the Taliban, no doubt. And it is something that will be critical. Having American troops on the ground, remaining on the ground in Afghanistan, will be critical to Australia's mission in rescuing people from Kabul. Jody. OK, Ash Malaney, thank you. Tired of ads barging into your favourite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. 
In sport, some clubs through to the AFL finals are being told to prepare for a longer stay with two matches to be played in Tasmania and another two in South Australia during this week's first week of finals. Victorian and New South Wales teams won't return to their state after their games depending on the results. Instead, they could be based in Tasmania or South Australia until their finals campaigns are over. Question marks still linger over where the grand final will be held. The Bulldogs have stood down Ford Adam Elliott over an alleged incident at a Gold Coast restaurant over the weekend. It's believed Elliott was asked to leave the venue where he had been drinking with teammates. News of his latest indiscretion came on the same day the Raiders sacked Curtis Scott for his alleged involvement in a brawl at a Canberra nightclub. An Aussie has played a key role in the Olympic torch relay ahead of tonight's Paralympic opening ceremony. Representing his mother's home country, Kai Sakakibara took part in the relay, which was modified for COVID safety. Being there, exceeding Kai's expectations. Uh, it was uh, early part of last year that I had a crash and I didn't even know if I was be able to walk again, but I am walking again and... I am here and yeah, I, I think that's awesome. Kai, who planned to race with his sister Saya in Tokyo, has told Seven News he's determined to make a comeback as a Paralympian. And you can catch the Paralympic Games opening ceremony from 9.15pm Australian Eastern Time tonight here on Seven and also streaming on the Seven Plus app. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, troughs are generating mild gusty winds, rain and storms in central Queensland and New South Wales. Some storms are intense. A front is bringing cold wind, showers, small hail and the odd storm to Victoria, Tasmania and South Australia. Moist easterly winds are bringing showers to the northeast tropics. A high is keeping WA clear. Around the capitals today, windy with showers in Brisbane, heading for a top of 22 degrees. Windy with rain in Sydney, a top of 14. Rain in Canberra, heading for 10. Possible showers in Melbourne, 13 degrees the top. Late showers in Hobart, 13 as well. Mostly sunny in Adelaide, a top of 14 today. Sunny and 22 degrees in Perth. And possible showers, 33 in Darwin.